that catchy and highly romantic tune, or maybe not. <laughs> Herald's the beginning of another Blind Podcasters Roundtable. Welcome, especially if you're listening to us live on Clubhouse. And if you're listening to us on the Blind Podmaker podcast, a special welcome to you as well. A reminder to those podcast listeners that we are here on Clubhouse every week on a Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern US time, 8 p.m. in the UK. That is at the moment, actually, because we do this on a Monday morning at 7 New Zealand time, and the time will vary depending on the time of year that we are in. We're going to be talking about Anchor today and looking forward to your expert comments or rookie questions about this. I've had a wee play with Anchor, but it's not something that I know very much about at all, so I'm really looking forward to Daniel taking us through Anchor and then getting your experiences or questions with this kind of turnkey podcast solution, which I know has many attractions for people. Anything that makes podcasting easier, I think is great if we can encourage people to get into this medium. Just before we get started, a couple of housekeeping matters from me relating to the ability for people to promote their podcasts on other blindness-related podcasts. This is something that we set up as a way of cooperating with each other, really. The idea being that those of us who've been around a long time and have the scars and the wrinkles to prove it or whatever may have amassed a few listeners over the years and that we might be able to assist by promoting other people's podcasts on our shows. And so we set this exchange up in a Dropbox folder and we've got a few promos in there, but really the trickle has just completely stopped now. And I'm starting to wonder whether this is just one of those experiments that we try sometimes and realize that there's just not enough interest. So if you are interested in this, the way that it works, it's kind of an honesty system. You submit a promo for your podcast, 60 seconds length maximum, and then those who are participating in this system agree to play your podcast promo on their podcast. In exchange for that publicity, you also agree to play promos from other podcasters. Pretty simple, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of interest. So I'm thinking we might have to retire this idea as one of those cool concepts that never really worked out. So I guess this is the final call. If you would like to be added to our Blind Podmaker Dropbox, which we're also using to disseminate some helpful information, walkthroughs for devices, layout of devices, that sort of thing. And it is also where the promos live. So if you want to be added to that, just drop me an email to jonathan at mushroomfm.com and I will get that organized. We'll add you to the Dropbox. Let's get on with what we're here for. And that is to look at Anchor, the way to podcast for free. This is a Spotify-run service now. A group of people had this idea, started it. It kind of took off, and then Spotify bought it and integrated it into their stable. And we're going to hear from Daniel Semro in a pre-recorded presentation first, who is doing this on his iPad and giving us a brief demonstration of how he puts a podcast together. And then we will open it up for any comments or questions. If you use Anchor yourself and want to expand on what Daniel has contributed, that would be really great. If you have questions, hopefully we have people here who will be able to answer those questions for you about Anchor. And perhaps we might talk about some of the nervousness that some seasoned podcasters have about Anchor. So let's go to Daniel's presentation first. Hello, Blind Podmaker listeners. My name is Daniel Semro. It's great to be with you. 
This part of my presentation is pre-recorded. I will try to be there live on Clubhouse for questions or comments. Today's presentation is on Anchor and Goldwave, two apps that I use to produce my podcast, Daniel's Technology and More. I'm using an iPad Mini 4 and connected to it a Focus 40 Blue refreshable braille display. So without further ado, let's get things started. I'm on my home screen right now. I'm using Tom. I hope it's an understandable speech rate for you guys. I'm going to do an L chord to go to the top of the screen. Audio apps and more folder. 30 apps, 273 new items. I'm going to do a cursor routing button to do a one finger double tap. Audio apps and more. Heading, anchor. There's anchor. I'm going to do a one finger double tap with a cursor routing key. And the app should be loading. Record. Now I have a voiceover activity set up, hence why my voice suddenly changed. Whenever I'm doing something with the feed or the podcast website, my voice will change to Samantha. So let's navigate through the UI and I'll let you hear what's here. So at the top of the screen is your record. Capture your voice or sounds around you. That's a description. Nav Rocker now. Record with friends. Record with friends. You can bring guests in. I have tried this. I don't really like it, quite frankly. I like Backpack Live much better. Nav Rocker down. Capture high quality audio remotely with anyone, anywhere. Yep, that's the description for that. Library. Library. Now that is where your imported audio will go. I'll explain more about that later. Nav Rocker down. All the audio you've ever created are uploaded to Anchor. There's a very good description. See, there's a lot of descriptions below these. So, music. Music. Add full length tracks from Spotify, Anchor only. Voice messages. Voice messages if you get listener feedback. Listeners can send in questions and submissions for your next episode. Interludes. Interludes. Break up segments with theme transitions. I like that. I do that sometimes. Sounds. Sounds. Break up segments with theme transitions. New episode button. New episode button. I'm going to double tap this. New episode. Now. Switch episode button. Switch episode. That allows you to change where your new files are stored. So if you don't want to create a new episode but you want to add something to an existing one, you can. I like that. All right, now rock her down. This is your podcast episode builder. Tap a tool on the left to start building your podcast episode. Create. We have a create button, which I don't think does anything. Profile. And then your profile settings. Profile. And that's the bottom of the main screen. So... I'm going to do an L chord to go back up to the top. Record. We're back on the record button. I'm going to double tap, and we'll take you through that screen. Start recording button. Start recording button. You're focused right there. I love that. Um, I'm going to nav rocker up, though, and show you the top of the screen. Close button. Close button. Close button. Okay, nav rocker down. Start recording button. Down. New episode button. There's another new episode button. Switch episode. 
button. Switch episode? I explained that before. This is your podcast episode builder. Yep. Tap a tool on the left to start building your podcast episode. Create. Profile. Profile. Okay, so... Close. Button. You know what? We'll do a recording. Why not? Start recording. Button. Now, I made a custom command to mute speech because my dot four key is a little finicky here on my focus. Um, so I'm going to do backspace with enter with V. Speech off. So that's the same thing. All right. I'm going to double tap on start recording. And I'll let you hear what the microphone sounds like here. Okay, this demonstration is being recorded for the Blind Podmaker podcast, produced by Jonathan Mosen. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. And I double-tapped again to stop the recording. Okay, I'm going to turn speech back on. Speech on. And now rocker down. Preview your audio. Preview your audio. Now rocker down. Play button. I'll play it just so you can hear it. Pause. Okay, this demonstration is being recorded for the Blind Podmaker podcast, produced by Jonathan Mosen. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, there is the audio now. Now, Rocker? Add background music button. You can add background music, which I'll show you in a minute. Trim button. Trim. Now, I haven't found a way to accessibly do this. But I, I'll take you in just to show you. Trim. Back. Reset. Button. Trim audio. Move the start and end points to trim your audio. Start. End. Zero. Zero. Thirteen. Play. Button. Save and trim. Button. Save and trim. Play. Zero. Zero. Heading not found. End. See. Start. 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 I'll try to tap that. And zero. And I'm not sure whether it wants you to drag your finger or what it wants. Dismiss pop up. And there's Tom coming back. Save and trim. Button. Play. Zero. Zero. So yeah, I haven't been able to figure that out, but I'm gonna do a B chord to go back. Close. That's where Goldwave comes in. If I know I'm going to need to edit, I'll bring it into Goldwave and do it. Preview your play. Add background trim. Button. Save. Button. There's your save button, which allows you to add it into the episode. New episode. Button. Another new episode button. Switch episode. Switch button. episode. This is your podcast episode builder. Tap a tool on the left to start building your podcast episode. Create. Profile. We're back at the bottom of the screen. So... Close. Preview. Play. Add background Let's music. Let's take you into the background Button. music real quick. Close. Button. Import. Button. You can import, which is nice. Background music. Search. Text. Com. Collapse header button. A little powder. Play. Button. Speech. I'm going to mute speech here and let you hear some of these just for fun. This is called A Little Powder. <laughs> One thing I'll say for this app, their music sure has some interesting names. <laughs> Let's see. 
and then below the play button, there is an options menu key and an add to episode button. The next one is called Balti, B-A-L-T-I, and I'll play that. Those of you that are listeners to my podcast will recognize that I used to use this as my intro music. This one is called Gray Gray Joe. Speed pop Gray Gray Joe. And we'll do one more. Pod options menu. Add to episode mineral still. Play. Mineral, mineral still. still. Let's hear that one. Play. But pause. Ooh, that actually sounds pretty cool. Add to episode button. Okay, we'll go. We'll add it just so that you can hear what that sounds like. Close button. Preview your audio. Play button. Okay, I'm gonna mute speech one more time. Speech off. And play it. Okay, this demonstration is being recorded for the Blind Podmaker podcast, produced by Jonathan Mosen. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. So there you go. There's the episode with music in the background. I don't really like the fact that the music keeps going a little bit after the episode ends. That is one quirk I wish would get resolved. But in the meantime, that is tolerable. Um, I'm going to turn speech back on. Speech on. Mineral still. Mineral still. There's that. Remove background track. Button. Remove background track. You can now do that. So I'll tap that just to show you. Remove background track. Add background music. Button. And that music's gone. Trim. Button. Trim. Save. Button. Save. New episode. Button. Switch episode. This is your podcast episode builder. Tap a tool on the left to create. Profile. Profile. New ep- Save. Okay, Button. I'm going to hit save. Add to episode. Add to episode. This will create a new episode. Change episode gear. What's this segment called? Text field. If text field is editing, what's this segment called? Insertion point at start. Now, because my dot work here on my focus is so finicky, I'm going to use Braille screen input to type this. Misstep type panic. Braille screen input. Landscape. Dot six. Cap L. Space. Blind. Dot six. Cap P. O. D. M. A. K. R. Space. Podmaker. S. E. G. Set T. Space. N. T. R. O. In cuttings. Add to it. This will create change episode gear. Text field. Is editing. Blind Podmaker segment intro. Insertion point at end. Add recording to episode. Button. Q. Add recording to episode. But add recording. Ready to publish this episode? 
You can either publish your episode now with the recording you just saved, or keep working on it by adding more segments or editing the audio. Yes, I'm ready to publish. Button. Not yet. Button. Not yet. Button. I am going to say yes just so I can take you into the publish screen. Yes, I'm ready to publish. Close. Button. Publish episode. One segment. Zero. Thirteen. <laughs> it's very short. Episode title. Text field. It's text field. Is editing. Misstep type editing. Content. Braille screen input. Landscape. Dot six. Cap V. L. Space. Block P. M. D. Dot. Dots one three four. M. Dots O. D. M. A. K. Y. Dots R. You know, if you can type, that really would work wonders. <laughs> Space. Podmaker. A. N. E. Dots what? C. H. O. R. Space. Anchor. D. E. M. O. Space. Demo. P. O. D. S. A. Street. Space. N. T. R. F. F. Dot O. Okay. Landscape. Intro. Okay, go back into landscape mode here. I'll go back to the top of the screen. Close. Button. Publish episode. One segment. Episode title. Text field. Is editing. Blind Podmaker Anchor Demo Podcast Intro. Insertion point at end. 60. Episode description. Text field. The only caveat I have about adding a description is that you can only really have one line, at least from what I've tried. So... There isn't really any room to put links unless you want to just say like, here's the link to this or here is the link to that. And then you put the link in, but you can't be extensive like you can in some podcast um, hosts. Give more details about what's in your episode and anything else you think your listeners will want to know. There's a good description. 4,000. That's how many characters you're allowed. Customized cover art. Optional. I don't do this. Publish episode. Publish episode. Season. Season number. It doesn't say that with voiceover. It's, it just says season. But in Braille here on my focus, it says season, space, and then there's a four, five, six, and a TH sign. Text field. Episode. Same thing. Episode 456th. Text field. Episode type. Episode type. Full. Button. I got to double tap to expand. You can do full. Blind Pragma Karanker demo. Text field. Text field. Episode type. Info button. Thir- full episode. Info button 13. Button. There are some unlabeled buttons in this app, but as you can hear, it's still very usable. Full episode. Trailer episode. Bonus episode. Cancel. Trailer episode. Trailer. Text field. I selected trailer for this one. Pod 60. Episode. Text. Give more for that. Custom. Publish. Season. Text field. Episode. Text. Episode. Trailer. Q. Quebec. Now. Space. Number. Hide keyboard. I'm going to hide the keyboard hide so keyboard. you can see the rest of the screen. Hide keyboard. Text field. There we go. Okay. Episode type. Trailer. Button. Publish now. Dimmed. Button. Now, the publish now button is going to be dimmed until you put show notes in. So I'll go back up and do that in a second, but I want to show you this. 
Change publish date. Button. Change publish date, which I'm going to do for this episode. Change publish date. And that's the Button. bottom of the screen. So we'll go back up and put some show notes in real quick. Up trout epic text epic text seek custom for give more text field. Episode descript text field. In text field. Is that editing? This is a demonstration recording of the Anchor app. I'm just reading that back in the Braille display here. 3,949. Customize cover up queue. Quebec. Spade. Numbers. Hide keyboard. Number P. Hide keyboard. <laughs> P. Comma. Spade. Number. Hide keyboard. Sorry. Hide keyboard. Line <laughs> Hide Anchor Demo Podcast Intro. Tech 60. Episode disc. This is a demonstration recording of the Anchor app. Text field, 3000, custom season, text, episode, text, episode, trailer, publish now, button, change publish date. Change button. publish date, I'm gonna do that. Change, choose date, time to publish. All times are date and time pick, all times are local. Which is a nice touch in my, my opinion. Date and time picker, 6.29 p.m., May 29th, 2021. Collapsed. We're going to expand that. Month. May. Saturday. May. Month. May. 2021. June. 2021. We're going to go into June since I'm going to be on in that month. Tuesday. Wednesday. Thursday. Friday. Saturday. June 5th. Button. Sunday. June 6th. Button. Monday. Wednesday. Sunday. June 13th. Button. Selected. We'll publish Sunday, it the same day that my demo is actually going to be played. Selected. A.M. Minutes. Hours. Six o'clock. Hours. And text field is editing. Five o'clock. Four o'clock. Three o'clock. Two o'clock. We'll put this one o'clock minutes, 30 minutes dimmed adjustable AM minutes. 29, 16, 15 minutes, one fifteen that day AM selected. Obviously we don't want one fifteen in the morning. That would just be weird. One. I'm not sure how many listeners would be up to listen to that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and press enter. June, 20, Tuesday, June 1st. But when, Monday, June 7th. Dismiss context, man. Dismiss selected. PM, but AM minutes, hours, one o'clock minutes, 15 minutes. So dismiss context. Dismiss man, context menu. But, Dismiss context date and time picker. 1.15 p.m. June 13th, 2021. Collapsed. And then... Confirm. Button. Confirm. Close. Button. Publish episode. One segment. Episode. Blind. Sixth episode. This is a dim three. Custom season. Tech episode. Text episode. Trail. Sketch. Change. Publish. Schedule for 06.13 at 1.15 p.m. Button. As you can hear, it changed from publish now to schedule 
1-800-246-0613 at 1.15 p.m. I'll click it. Schedule it. Close. Button. Start recording. Button. And that episode will go live on June 13th at 1.15. I'm not going to get in any of the other music features because I want to avoid copyright, but Close. if you have any more questions about that, I'd be happy to answer it when I come for Q&A on Clubhouse. Thank you very much, Daniel, for putting that together. And wow, that is live now. Dude! Yeah, that is very exciting. So that is Anchor. Just a couple of things before we get into the discussion. But while we uh, get ready, feel free to raise your hand if you have any comments of your experiences with Anchor or questions, and we will get to those. One criticism of Anchor is the way that they handle intellectual property and what belongs to them and what belongs to you. I think a lot of that has been clarified over the months and years, but there is one thing that podcasters do need to be aware of, and that is that they do have a really cool system for submitting your RSS feed to other uh, directories like Apple Podcasts and various other things. If you get Anchor to do that, then they have ownership of your RSS feed. Where that can be a problem is that when you are further down the track, if you want to change podcast providers, perhaps you decide that you want to go with something a bit more traditional like Libsyn or Pinecast or Buzzsprout or any Podbean, any of those guys, then you will need to go through a process of reclaiming your RSS feed. I believe it is possible, but you will need to go through that process. So it's probably a good idea to get the Anchor RSS feed and submit it yourself because that way you can initiate what's called a 401 redirect. It's a standard process that podcast hosts adhere to and it will allow you to change podcast hosts whenever you like. Also, of course, Anchor is available on the web as well and it will be interesting to know whether anybody publishes that way. So uh, Daniel's joined us live. Welcome to you, Daniel. Hi, Jonathan. Can you hear me okay? I can. It's amazing what we can do these days, isn't it? Amazing. <laughs> so the, the way that this works, it seems, is that the episode consists of different segments and that you can daisy chain segments together to create a long episode, right? Yes, you can. I did not show that, but yes, you can do that. Do you know if it's possible to create chapters out of each of those segments if you want to so that blind people who are used to skipping through audio can skip through chapters? Not, at least from what I've discovered, not within the Anchor app. I bring it into Ferrite if I want to do that. Okay. So that's how you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. And how do you find the uh, segmenting process? So if you, for example, record that little intro that you did and then you want to add another segment, do they kind of splice together nicely? Um. Yes, you can add to an existing episode. So say oh, yeah, I want to do this afterthought. You know, you can um, add to an existing episode with Anchor. Right. If I understand your question. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah. So it's, it's more like how they gel together. So if I record an, in, an intro segment and I'm finished with that, and then I record another segment, the first segment of my actual podcast past the intro, yeah. You know, I, I guess I'm interested in how they kind of fit together, whether that's a nice clean fit, whether they crossfade in, how that kind of sounds to the listener. It, I mean, it seems fairly clean from my experience. Right. Okay. Interesting. So are there, are there any things that you found that have been inaccessible, like things that you wish had 
had uh, been improved? Because certainly it sounds like a lot of buttons are labeled, that you're getting really clear descriptions there with the iPhone app. Yeah, like I said in the demo, the only thing I wish they would make accessible is the um, audio trim, audio edit yeah. facility. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Do but you, like I said, that's that's why you use an external app. And when you added that music there, and it kind of faded right. down a little bit, do you have control over how quickly the fade up and down occurs, any of that kind of stuff, or is that just purely automated? I believe that's purely automated. Right. Okay. So it's really interesting to hear how that is uh, working in action. And we have questions. Feel free to raise your hand if you have a question. If you get the chance, um, then please uh, double tap the room options button. When you get on stage, there's a room (coughs) options button that pops up. And one of the options in there is to put yourself in high quality audio mode. It just makes yourself sound more pristine. But no problem if you can't or don't want to. Doug, hi. Good to hear from you. Hello. and. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to ask a question. Um, Daniel, I'm wondering, you used a dictation to put your description in. If you had said new line, would it have created a new line and let you continue to dictate on a second line? You know what, Doug? That's a good question. And I don't think so because I've never been able to use a new line. Every time I press return, it just goes on to the next thing. Okay, but I've seen some apps that your keyboard or your display won't let you press the enter button, but if you dictate new line, it does sometimes work, so you may want to give that a try. That's a good suggestion. I, I never thought of that until you just said that, so thank you. Great. <laughs> nice demo, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Doug. Sometimes shift enter or command enter does a job too when you can't when 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 pressing enter or return on its own takes you somewhere else. Sometimes using one of those modifiers can work some magic. So yeah. We need to we need to have a radiothon to get you a new focus or, or a, a repaired focus so your doctor <laughs> works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Adrian, hi, welcome in. Hi, hi, how are you? Good. Fine, thank you. Um Daniel, yes, sir. Congrats for your demo. Well, thank you. That's really nice. Um, I've got two questions. Uh, do you think in that description field, can you type uh, uh, HTML code straight in? For example, if you want to type, you know, A H R F R R E F equal and so on, you know, to put a, a regular HTML link code so that is one question and the second question um i was trying some years ago to create an account with anchor and i was intending to uh, so it was quite easy to create the account and so on yeah i was intending to also to set up a kind of donation button for the podcast you know because as a as a podcast uh, you know uh, without any well Without any ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, I was surprised to see they didn't accept it for donation, uh, other kind of cards, but only cards issued in uh, USA. (laughs) So, you know, it's weird for me, you know, if I've got a Visa card and I live in the UK, why 
uh, I cannot set up the donation button just because I haven't got the address or the card issued in a USA. That was weird. Um, I'll answer your first question first. I have not tried putting in HTML. I don't, you wouldn't think you'd be able to though, because wouldn't that make it come out weird in the podcatching apps? I mean, unless I'm wrong, Jonathan. Um, what you can do in many editors is I is use HTML, for example, for hyperlinks. So quite often in my show notes, I might right. reference a product and then do the HTML. Well, not so much writing the raw HTML, but in the case of Pinecast and Libsyn and a lot of those guys, they have a WYSIWYG editor. So you can select the text, press Control K, type in the hyperlink name, and you've got a link. So, yeah. you know, it'll be interesting to know whether you can generate hyperlinks out of text in any form with Anchor. I don't think you can do that with Anchor. At least I haven't seen a way to do it. And then as far as your payment question, um, I'm not sure how that would work for you being in the UK, but I was asked, I believe, when I was creating my account about wanting to pay for my podcast. And I believe I said no. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not really sure how that would work for you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh -huh. I, I'm not, now I'm set up. We've had a, a podcasting host. So yeah, not the case anymore, but, uh, you know, I was just surprised to see, uh, that, uh, donation button was, um, available only for USA just because they didn't accept it that kind of cards, but USA cards <laughs> only. Yeah. And, I think the uh, issue might be tax, Adrian. So in Pinecast, they have a tip jar feature, and for a while, New Zealand currency wasn't supported. I don't use the tip jar anyway because uh, I, I don't need the money right now. <laughs> but, uh, no, but, but yeah. you know, for those who do, this is a real issue. I, I think the issue is not so much the processing of the credit card, especially with a company like Spotify that has business all around the world. I think the issue might be the tax that might have to be dealt with them, paid yeah. for, and yeah, that's probably where it's getting stuck. Possible, possible. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, it probably it's worth trying one day to attempt to put a um, code for a link, HTML code, I mean, for a link, in a um, note or in a text edit or whatever other plain text editor you've got in your uh, iPad. And try to select all from there and paste it in the description to see eventually if it's working in that way to insert the link in the description. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I, I guess I should try that. Okay. Thanks for the tip, Adrian. Appreciate it. Take care. Wonderful. Thanks. Just while we're on that subject, Daniel, have you used the web interface for Anchor if somebody wants to do this on a PC? Uh, or a Mac and um, or a Chromebook, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to be non-discriminatory with my uh, platforms. So, if somebody wants to do it on a desktop uh, type device, how accessible is it in in there? Have you had to play with that? Honestly, I have not. I um, have always used the app when I'm doing this, and I really, I mean, the only time I've gone into the web interface is to look at links to the platforms where the podcast, you know, is where the podcast is um, being distributed. Right. All right. But as far as publishing, I've not had to play with the web interface for that. 
Very good. Next is William. Hello, William. Hi, how are you doing? Super. Hey, William. Good. How are you? Good. Um, so I use Anchor to produce my podcast. I agree with you, Daniel, about the um, accessibility feature as far as the editing goes. That's why I use Ferrite myself um, to edit. My question is, um, as far as adding full-length songs to uh, one's podcast, um, would I be able to do that for uh, an intro, my podcast intro? Um, I believe they only let you do that from Spotify. Yeah, and I have a Spotify uh, account. Yes, I believe you. I believe you could do that. When you do that, though, the result is only listenable by Spotify listeners. Correct? Like, if you insert copyrighted music into the podcast, then yes, you've got I to listen to it on Spotify. Yes, I think you'll only be able to use it on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, I mean, if somebody was to listen to my podcast who didn't have Spotify, who had some other way of playing it, they wouldn't hear the intro music. No, they wouldn't. I don't believe. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, my, my account with Spotify is a free one. It's not premium. Does that matter either? Excuse me. Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. William, I'm really interested in exploring further, and maybe if, <laughs> if, if you're interested, um, it would be good to get you on one of these sessions sometime to talk about your editing workflow in Ferrite, because we've had a bit of a discussion on this on uh, Mosin at Large in the last few weeks, where people are saying that they would be interested in hearing from people who are working exclusively on iOS to the point that they're going in and doing their editing in an app like Ferrite or any other app for that matter, and just looking at a, at an entirely iOS-based workflow. So that might be something for a future uh, discussion if you're up for it. Yeah, I would love to. Um, you know, I'd love to come on and explain how, um, you know, I do um, editing. Uh, my strategy will probably vary from someone else's, but um, I, I think it's um, it was a really good purchase on my end because I love that app. Oh, fair. It's a wonderful app. Yeah, I just, I haven't yeah, found it as efficient to work with even with the keyboard as Reaper is on my PC. But, you know, sometimes it's muscle memory. Sometimes there are tricks that we don't know. So it will be a really good discussion uh, at some point. So if you're interested in talking about that, I'd be really keen to talk further about setting up a time. Yes, I'm very interested. Cool. Drop me an email, jonathan at mushroomfm.com. We will get it going. Awesome. Awesome. You're the man. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and I know some, someone who produces... um uh, their podcast on um, Anchor is Dominique, and she's here. Hi, Dominique. Hello, how are you? Super well. Um, I wanted to touch on a few things. Sorry I came in late, and I hope I'm not being redundant. Um, just wanted to touch on a few things that I've heard everybody saying in the last couple minutes. Um, to speak to your question about whether or not the, you know, it's accessible on the web browser, I usually do my interviews via Zoom as I've stated before, and then you can mm. upload the audio. So I take it directly from my Mac and I upload it onto Anchor, and then I can do the editing that I need on the iOS app. Um, I find that overall it's pretty accessible, um, but it's not precise. Um, I, I would like to get it, you know, within a scalpel's edge of a second uh, to, to, you know, to edit what I need to edit. And it can be, uh, you know, a little clunky, but yeah. o overall, for something that's free, uh, for something I'm, I'm big on free right now, um, <laughs> um, 
for something that is free and mostly accessible, I, yeah. you know, I couldn't ask for better as a newbie podcaster. So are you uploading your Zoom recordings and then editing them with Anchor, Dominic, or do you edit your Zoom recordings somewhere else and then upload the finished product to Anchor? Right now, I am editing them in Anchor, but I know you've recommended me uh, Audio Hijack, and that's something that I'm going to be looking into. Right. Okay. So um, what was I going to ask you? Yeah, you, you use Zoom. So Anchor also has the ability to bring guests in, and you can record directly into Anchor. Is there a reason why you've chosen to use Zoom rather than the built-in Anchor option that they have? Probably because I'm working harder and not smarter. Um, to, you know, to just be truthful, that's, that's probably the only reason is I haven't explored every single option and I know Zoom. I've been using the heck out of Zoom for, for quite some time now, like I'm sure everybody else has. And so that to me is something that just works. Um, now I am going to have the opportunity to do potentially a live interview rather than an internet, internet based one. And that's something that I may just use the anchor app for. Mm. And I suppose also the other downside is that the other your guest, your interview subject has to have Anchor too, don't they? And so some people might be a bit reluctant to download an app they don't know about or they're not familiar with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's the case. I don't want to say 100% sure, but I, you know, I, I, I think that the other person has to have Anchor as well. So I think that's the difference between, you know, something like CleanFeed, like we talked about last week, um, and Zoom is, you know, you can just send someone a link with CleanFeed and Zoom, you know, you just have to have the app. And yeah. I would dare say almost everybody has the Zoom app. Interesting. Any other comments on Anchor? Because I know you've become a kind of a prolific user of it. So it'd be interesting to get any further thoughts that you have about it. So um, I, I don't remember who initially commented on uh, donations and sponsorships uh, via Anchor internationally. but. One of the things that, that was Adrian, I believe. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, so one of the things that I'm I'm learning is um, at the CPM model, I think for very niche podcasts, isn't really going to work. Um, and and I what I've been seeing is that for every thousand downloads, basically I get paid one cent per listen with anchor sponsorship which is it is what it is um but there's also another way and i think this would work for folks who are outside the u.s is especially if you've got a smaller niche-based podcast reach out to companies reach out to your users uh you know to, or to your your interviewers and say okay well if you have a company would you be interested in sponsoring my podcast for 20 30 40 bucks and the upside to that is that um, you know, that ad is going to stay with the podcast forever. But if you change it with Anchor, it can be more of a static ad, but it's also going to change depending on the sponsors that you have. So this way you can guarantee, okay, every time you hear this episode, even if someone downloads it five years from now, they're <laughs> always going to, you know, hear the, you know, the ad about, you know, Daniel's bait shop for fishing or, you know, so-and-so's taxi services or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah. When Anchor inserts those ads into your podcast, if you go with that option, how do you have any control over where the ad is inserted? Does it sometimes make pretty rude cuts in the wrong places or how does that actually work in practice? Yes and no. Um, so 
basically, so right now, because I am low man on the totem pole with Anchor, they are my only sponsor. Um, and so with that, they can give me script ideas, but I'm the one who is making the ad. Uh, so, but also some of their guidelines too is you can, you can either be, whenever you do an ad, you can either be pre-roll, post-roll, or mid-roll. And you're going to get the most bang for your buck if you do a mid-roll ad. And I'm also finding that uh, Anchor, if Anchor is your sponsor, because Anchor is everybody's first sponsor, um, if you're using their platform, they're going to specifically want you to do a mid-roll ad. So that the way that I do it is I create the ad. So it allows you to create segments and kind of patch them together, as I'm, I'm assuming you can do in other, um, you know, in, in other podcasting apps. So what I do is I take my, I take my interview and that is usually ranging to anywhere from about 38 minutes to 46 minutes. Um, and then I find the midway point, the point where it's not going to be super, super awkward to insert a segment. So I usually, when I'm, when I'm doing that, I'll do like a 10 second or five, 10 second. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Here's a word from our sponsor, et cetera, et cetera. I do that pre and post ad. And, you know, when I come back into it, I kind of introduce my guest again and pick up where we left off. But I, it, so it might be a little more on one side versus the other, but I try and just even it out as much as possible. Okay. So because you've split the segments, if I'm understanding what you're saying at that point, then the, that's where the mid-roll ad will go. It will, it will insert it between those segments. Correct. Nifty. Nifty, nifty. Yeah, and- I don't know if I'm doing it right. There's probably, I'm so sorry about it that. It sounds very logical to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably an, an easier way to do it, but that's just what I found has worked for me right now. Excellent. Excellent. So you're obviously pretty happy with the Anchor platform. Right now I am. Um, you know, I it, Anchor has a thing. And so I'm in the Club Pod group and a couple of the, of the other podcasting groups, which you guys should definitely take, uh, you know, take part in at some point. Um, and one of the things, everybody's been giving Anchor a lot of hate. Um, and I'm not quite sure why. I know one of the things that I'm not the most happy about is that uh, they they own the right, which I should have more carefully uh, read those terms and conditions. Um, but if you're super, super big and syndicated, I think that's a problem. But right now I am you know, I'm a, I'm a little fish in a big pond, hoping to be a bigger fish at some point. And, uh, you know, so it it isn't going to quite matter so much for me. But if I transfer it somewhere, that might be an issue later on. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I think what I've read is that there's a bit of misinformation out there about Anchor and that the main issue is the RSS feed and the way that they helpfully offer to submit to different podcast directories, but the problem with that kind offer is that then it becomes Anchor's RSS feed and you have to kind of reclaim it, which is one of the big issues. But I think they have said that if you, um, you know, do your own episodes and that kind of thing, then then that does belong to you. But I guess one way to safeguard that would be to keep local copies of your own content on your own computers. And then if you ever need to, you can re-upload somewhere else. Yeah. And the only one I let it, you know, I let Anchor do the uploading, you know, for me. Um, And I think that might be something I changed down the line. The only uh, thing that I had to start the process for was I have sent my podcast out to Ghana, which is um, 
It's a podcasting platform in India. And uh, that I just had to do a little paperwork and share my RSS. And now it's distributed every month. Yeah. And that's the traditional way. I mean, traditionally, what happens is that when you set up your podcast, a podcaster manually has to submit to all of those directories. And it's uh, a pain in the butt to have to do it. But the good thing is that when you've done it, obviously, you have full control. And if you ever need to make a change, then you can. So swings and roundabouts. But yeah, I mean, what I, I really like the fact that Anchor is just making podcasts a bit more friendly to people who have some great ideas, a message to tell, and maybe a bit daunted by the traditional methods. Well, and that's one of the reasons why it took me so long to get mine up and going. You know, yeah. I, someone said, hey, you need to do a podcast about, you know, blind people and employment. And I'm like, you're crackers. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and, you know, about a year later, I finally figured out how I could do it all. And then once someone told me about Anchor, it just made the process so much easier. Brilliant. That's really helpful. And I'm glad you've been able to add to what Daniel's contributed as well. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for hosting this topic. I'm excited to learn more. Yay. Thanks. Do Any comments on that, Daniel? I was just going to ask, Dominique, what's the name of your podcast? I'd like to give it a listen. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's Constant Contact, Finding Work, Keeping Work, and Solidifying Your Success. But if you Excellent. search for Constant you Contact, so you, will, you, will, you will find it in the Wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Dominique. And uh, we'll go to Ayula now. Hi there. Maybe. Hello, everyone. My name, thank you. My name is Ayola in Lagos, Nigeria. And um, Daniel, well done. Nice um, demo. I just wanted to ask two questions. The first, the first is about your... The first is that um, I've actually listened to some podcasts on Anchor in the past, and I found out that it seems that they turn out to be in mono rather than stereo. And I'm wondering if it's the way those people handle things at their own end or whether that's how Anchor works generally. And then I think in the course of your demo, you mentioned Goldwave. And I'm aware that you are using an iPhone to do that. So I'm curious about how Goldwave comes into the picture. Thank you. Of course. So I use Goldwave if it's necessary to do like noise reduction or um, mac maximizing a volume or whatever. But um, as far as your mono to stereo question, I believe it's how Anchor handles that data. I don't think we can control that. It might depend on what's coming out the other end. So, for example, that's true. It's an MP3 or an M4A file. What the what the bit rate, the, the specs are. I suspect they're just they're just encoding a mono MP3 file. Yeah, because the majority of the stuff I upload, anyways, MP3, and then. I don't know if it does it during the upload process, but a lot of times it converts my stuff to M4A. Oh, okay. Right. That, that's right. So, I mean, M4A is a much better format anyway, and every so often right. I, I'm tempted to try it again. When I did it with the blind side a few years ago, there were one or two very loud howls of outrage, but it, it sounds so much better Ooh, at, weird. at a lower bit rate. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if Anchor's embracing The blind side. Yeah. 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 
yeah, good, good stuff. Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're not using, for example, the new ability for you to do stereo with the iPhone's microphones, I guess, because they're spitting out a mono MP3. And actually, if you look at a lot of the books on podcasting, they recommend that you encode in mono. They don't. They don't recommend stereo. And the only reason why I'm doing stereo, well, I I, I like it. I mean, I like being able to mix, um, position people. We've got jingles. I paid a lot of money for, and I want people to be able to hear those in stereo. <laughs> but most of the podcast sort of how-to books recommend that you encode in mono. I just have to say, Jonathan, I love those jingles. Me too. <laughs> May I interject something quickly because you made me think about what else I was going to say? Of course. Um, I haven't tried this yet, uh, so I, I can't speak to the accessibility, but I know like Anchor, right now I've kind of got this like zen, jazzy piano intro um, that, you know, isn't the most entertaining, but it, you know, it works for me for right now. But I've heard uh, if you go to audiojungle.net, uh, you can pay for a license for different types of audio files, and it can be anywhere from 9 to $30, and you I, I don't know that you have to renew that license. I think that's just a bam, you bought it, you're done. And you can use that in your podcasting. So that's audiojungle.net. Now, is that music or? That is what music. Is that? Mm-hmm. That's cool. And presumably oh, you can take the... any MP3 file and put it in your library, correct? And, and use that subject to copyright clearance, of course. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. yes. there's a massive amount of royalty-free music out there that you can get. So I own a couple of yes. royalty-free music libraries, for example, that you can you can purchase. So there's lots of ways to do that too. Yeah. So audiojungle.net. That's uh, that's cool. Yeah. I was just wondering, Domin- uh, for Dominic, a question. I uh, I think constant uh, constant contact. As long as I know. It is a brand for uh, emailing campaign or email emailing service or something like that. Yes. So funnily enough, um, so I've had some folks who are they like look at your profile and give you advice, and that's what you know they said to me, and they're like, "Yeah, you might want to change the name of your podcast." But and this is no hate against anybody at all, but I think sometimes if you know, especially if you're getting suggestions from people or you know they're like oh your podcast is about blindness call it the three blind mice go to work podcast or something like (laughs) that i you know that's not what i necessarily wanted and so what i did was i took constant contact which is a cane travel term i'm a cane travel and braille instructor so i took constant contact which is a cane travel term and just tried to make that a subtle play on on words and references right there it's interesting, is it? Because as soon as I heard that your podcast was called Constant Contact, I thought, I totally get this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so I, I guess get it too. That's good. There will be, there will be some people who don't, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Very good. Did you have anything else, uh, Ayula, before we head off? Nope. Okay. No, I mean, that's all. Just Good, good to hear from you. All the way in Lagos. Yeah. Tremendous. All right. Yes. Now, we don't have anyone else in the queue. So if anybody's been thinking, oh, should I ask a question? Then now's your chance. You see, double tap that raise hand button. We'll get you on stage so quickly. You won't even have a chance to get to grips with your nerves. That's why I'm here. Yeah. We'll talk to Ibrahim then. Hi, Ibrahim. Hey, Jonathan. Uh, thanks for this. I tried Anchor a couple of years ago. Wasn't that fond of it, but I'm glad they added... Um, a lot of accessibility updates. I re-downloaded it a yeah. couple months ago. Sounds better iPad. than it used to, for sure. Yeah, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually using it as my podcast, um, like to listen to other podcasts. So it's uh, 
cool, I can do that and also start looking at making my own. Uh, but I had a quick question. I was wondering, uh, since I'm downloading and using it on my iPad, um, is there a good uh, portable microphone I could use with the iPad that you guys could recommend quickly? Ah, uh, well. Um, yeah, go ahead, Daniel. I was going to say Jonathan would be better to answer that question than I would. <laughs> uh, the good old, old Samsung Q2U is a great choice with the uh, camera adapter kit. It's a, it's a cheap microphone. Uh, it's in low cost, but it's very good audio. Um, so you, you could go with something like that. If you want to have something that plugs into the lightning port directly, you could go with the Shure microphone. Yeah. Can you repeat that one? I want that one. Uh, well, then I hope you get it. Uh, I, 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 I missed the name. Can you repeat it, please, or something? Yeah, I, I forget the model number off the top of my head, but if you go to the Apple store, you will find the Shure microphone that uh, connects to your lightning yeah. port. And Shure, okay. is that S-H-U-R-E? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Hello? Thanks, guys. All right. Hello? Thank you, One of the things that I recently got the camera kit, and I'm... I think it's an okay starter microphone, but I'm sure that there's something much better out there. Um, it's, it's a toner microphone, but I think that's more of a condenser mic rather than a dynamic mic. Well, I'm just so looking for something to plug into Lightning to get started, so I think the Shure would would work for me. So the buying a camera kit and all MV88. that. That's MV88, Shure MV88, I think. Okay. 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 Very All right, well, thank you guys for that, and I look forward to using the Anchor app more. So thanks for putting this together. Yeah, uh, good. Good luck. And uh, finally, we'll go to Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Maybe. Sir, we can play any game in the uh, some new game. Hello. Hi there. Uh, you can play any new, you can find any new game in the Android phones. I'm sorry, say again? We can find any new games and uh, we want to play, means we can find any Android phones in new games. Okay. Audio games, audio games. Right, very good. Uh, uh, where will we go? Okay, so I think we've got, do we have Tracy there? No? Okay. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Um, I, I just wanted to say, um, I use, I use um, Anchor on my Android phone. There are a few accessibility challenges and unlabeled buttons, but I use it quite all right. And I also use it on the, um, on the web interface. The web interface is not too bad. It is relatively accessible i would say i've recorded okay i'm still a very new podcaster i've recorded my trailer and i recorded it on the web interface and i would say it's it's not it's pretty good i um had quite a bit of success i added my music and my segment without any yeah without any glitches any thoughts on that daniel um, that's good to know that the web interface is accessible. I'll have to try that. Brilliant. I've been using the app ever since I started. So That's great news. And uh, it's, it's good to see because when I last looked at this, and it was some time ago, it wasn't the best. And it just goes to show that things do improve. And based on Daniel's demo, it's come a long way since I last looked at it as well. And thank <laughs> you, Daniel, for your comments on uh, 
Anchor and for taking us through this process. It's been really interesting. And if people want to find out more, you can download Anchor from the App Store, A-N-C-H-O-R, and it's anchor.fm, isn't it, the website, I think? Yes. Um, can I give the Daniel Technology and More website if they want to check of it out? Of course. Yeah, go ahead. So if you want to check out episodes, um, for my feed, it's anchor.fm slash Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L hyphen Semro, S-E-M-R-O, and the number two. Wonderful. What, who was the first Daniel Semro? Don't ask me. <laughs> I know, don't ask me why Anchor does it that way. I don't know, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'd encourage everyone to give it a listen. And Jonathan, if it's okay, may I may I air this episode of the Blind Podmaker on my feed? Yeah, sure, sure. Well, go, go ahead. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Tell, spread the word. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Daniel. And next Absolutely, week. Absolutely, Jonathan. Next week, we are going to be hearing from Brian Hartgen, and uh, he's going to be talking about a couple of tools we used. So, when Daniel sent me his demo, there was a, a bit of noise in the background. I think it might have been an air conditioning fan, and the room had a bit of bounce. And we were able to clean all that up with the Isotope RX8 suite. So, we put a bit of de reverb there, a bit of noise reduction in there. It's amazing the wonders it can work. And so, next week, we're really going to enjoy talking about this suite of tools there are various levels of this tool and uh, some of them are often on sale and pretty inexpensive some of them are crazy expensive (laughs) so we'll go through all of that next week and we'll have a look at the isotope suite you will really enjoy that if you're interested in making your audio sound pristine so thank you so much creators-subscribe at theblindpodmaker.com if you'd like to continue the discussion we'll see you next week